When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon and uh, happy Thursday. Another beautiful day. Lord, we've had a bunch of these in a row. We're enjoying that. It's the Lori and Julia Show. I might talk about seven one everything entertainment. Another opportunity for you to win Beyonce Jay Z concert tickets today. I, I think I've come up with a, with a tougher voice today than we had yesterday. Of course, time will tell. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to hear from. We've got an Irishman coming in, and he's going to sing and play his accordion for you. Is that what he's going to do? Excited. Yes, yes. Cormac O'Shea is going to be here. He actually also was a dancer in Riverdance. I saw him oh. this morning dance. Wow. But, I think uh, he's going to want to dance for us, too. Uh, maybe, but I, I know he's bringing in his accordion. Of course, Saturday is uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so you pronounce it O'Shea, because I was going to call him O.C. I was, I was o- assuming. I could be it wrong. It is. O apostrophe Yeah, I know, but I'm wondering Gaelic if it's pronounced O'Shea. It probably O'Shea. is, because I remember the one time Julia and I called uh, Celtic oh, Celtic. Celtic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we heard from all of our Irish oh, yeah. friends. Okay. And my mom was just appalled. She's like, you're Irish. What's wrong with you? you? I brought a green shirt this year. I'm going to be Irish. Everybody's Irish. Well, that's going to be fun. All right. All right. So bowling is coming down to the wire. It's coming down to the end, Julia. And we are firmly in last place. In fact, we're so in last place for this last third of the season that we can't even spoil anything for anybody. We're so far in the basement. But the last two weeks we've won. No, because we took fourth place in the second half. Oh. So you play three-thirds. How many weeks is it? 31 glorious Uh, weeks. But I don't bowl 31 weeks. I probably bowl 20 20. weeks. Okay. And so we bowled last night, and my friend Kelly, Kelly, Kelly bowled her brains out the last game, 196. No. Yes. That's awesome. It was really awesome. And we we bowled a a, a fun team. and um, But, of course, you know, we always have the most fun with just our conversations. And last <laughs> night we were playing. Bowling with the- is just something on the side that happens. Really? Yeah, it really is. It is. It's it just is. A, it accompanies. Well, by the way, the it's beer. your turn again. Yeah. Okay, I've got to tell the story first. So we had the we were playing with the position of the day cards. Okay. And, and these are stick figure cards. Yes, and they have um, Sex, you know, sexual positions of the day. With names, the Mach One, uh, bombs over London, oh the muzzle, which is my personal favorite. Oh. That one never fails. Oh no, she showed me. She drew that one <laughs> yeah. for me. These are stick figure sexual positions. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, so sometimes when we get um, a, a card that we're just like, who? Has anyone done this position? Is right. really how the conversation sure. started. Has anyone, who here can own up to this who one? Who here can shed some light on how this works and how much arm strength right. you need to have or whatever? 
And so they're very physical. A lot of these. Julia. Yeah. Like I said, it's not for the the muzzle is the one that everyone says, oh, yeah, I've done that. (laughs) And just use your imagination, (laughs) people, because you're probably right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I get I get this card and I I'm like, I need to tweet this photo about um, this position because I went around the room Mm-hmm. And or you know our table mm-hmm. of bowlers, just the the ladies were there last night, and I said, okay, has anyone done this? And do you think you could do this? And what I tweeted was, we voted at bowling, and yeah, no to this position. The Esther Williams is not going to happen. Side planks are for yoga. Okay, so what this is is it's a woman doing a plank position, but lifting up one of her legs and going to the side. So you're planking. Your two arms side. are down. One arm is on, or one leg is on like a bench or a sure. stool, and the other leg is lifted in the air, and she's leaning on her arm, and then the man or the person that she's with is somehow positioned <laughs> where her leg is up, but she's uh-huh. balancing, and all I'm and thinking is... Core strength. Core strength, and how is this any fun for this lady? Exactly. I mean, you know, nothing... So anyway... One guy tweeted me back, Scott, he said, would your opinion change if the male had to speak in a hot Fernando Llamas accent? (laughs) (laughs) It would give you encouragement. It would. Yeah, but my favorite, my favorite, my favorite, uh, well, Scott really made us all laugh, but every one of us and our bullying, uh, we have uh, gals that are 27 to mystery ages. Okay. I love mystery (laughs) Mystery? That's like, it's like mystery date. I'm just mystery, a mystery, mystery age. age. Yeah. And so for me to know and you not. And you to, to maybe find out. Uh-huh. And uh, so anyway, every, everyone was like, hell no. And our ice skater among us, Kelly, 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 very yes. physically fit. Uh-huh. She's like, well, what good is that going to do? The person who's doing all the work on right. the, the Esther right. Williams. So this one guy, this is what he says. It's just such. This good... is Lori tweeted out the sick picture. Yeah. so we're reviewing. The yeah, follow responses. It. Okay, so Ray says, "Yeah, you got to be fit to enjoy some positions. I can understand why you object. A fun, fit, and exciting partner would jump at the chance <laughs> to even attempt new positions. Also, you're not quite the right age for this activity." Hashtag grandma. Not many grandmas <laughs> like this. <laughs> Slam for us. And then Sarah came to mind. You are a glamma though. I just I am a glamma, yeah. yeah. Sarah said, she says, where can I get that deck of cards? And by the way, this seems like a position for a small percentage of people, and the pleasure is all his. I'm an equal opportunity position lady. Creativity should be about getting to the big O, not less upper arm flap. I, that's absolutely, it was really funny. It was funny. It's anyway, funny. I so, went to a funny thing last night. What so, did, well, what, I went to this new restaurant, No Lowe's Kitchen and Bar, which is on Washington Avenue next to Cozy's or Cozy's. Cozy's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right next door to that. And um, we had dinner there. It was wonderful. It's a really good atmosphere place. It was an old hardware store. Um, that they've redone food, um, American cuisine, let's call it. We had a beautiful walleye sandwich. We had some turkey meatballs and some mushroom cream. It was so good. Obviously you were with a bunch of women and you were sharing. We, of course, of course, of course. But after dinner, we went downstairs and they have this place called the basement bar. Have you Mm -hmm. heard of this yet? No. And on Wednesday nights, they have 
drag queen blingo oh, and a meat raffle oh, from fun. seven to nine. Oh my god! So there's these drag queen queens calling bingo, and it's they you know Anna's for you know, and they'll announce it's like the one it's they like do nipple thirty two. Yeah, it's like they do that at Hamburger Mary's. I've in, never been there in L. A. Oh, in Boys okay. Town in West Hollywood. Okay. And they do the drag. It's very fun. It looked like so much fun. We caught it at the tail end. And then they have music and stuff always going on. It's a really, it was a great place to go. Yeah. Very good looking people. Very good looking food. Well, that's a good uh, location. It is. And they have parking on the side, actually. Yeah, very nice. Which is unusual for Washington. So that was kind of. Did you go to Bunkers then after? No. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Heavens no. We were right there. I know. All right. Getting late by then. It was 830. Oh, yeah. Right. 830. That's it. (laughs) No, I didn't get home to. I mean, it's a long drive, people. No, it is. No, but it was. I will go back there again. It was really fun. All right. And what's it called again? No lows. No lows. Yes. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, or maybe we can get enough of. Yeah, just a little flashback to the 90s because the I Love the 90s tour is going to be at the Treasure Island tomorrow night and CC Music Factory. That was such a hot song. I love oh, that song. That song. Yes, yes. You would just crank it up. That was a oh. good song for getting Happy ready to go out. Because no, you could bump list. and grind with your yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. While All right, who sings that again? C and C Music Factory. Yep. Correct. Oh. I had the CD. I have the CD. Too. Yeah. I have the mix. I swear I bought it like at Pottery Barn or you something when they started making the mix. Or any of the dance. I Love the 90s yeah. remixes. It's uh, Vanilla Ice and uh, uh, Coolio are oh, also fun. with that uh, tour. Okay, so last night, Project Runway came back to Bravo. Yes, it did. And Lifetime uh, severed their relationship with Harvey Weinstein and his company because they produced it when Project Runway moved from Bravo to Lifetime for mm-hmm. what, like five years? Came back to um, no longer involved with Harvey. Tim Gunn's gone. Heidi Klum is gone. Christian Siriano is in the Tim Gunn role. And Carly Kloss is basically Heidi Klum. And yeah, Neil I'd Justin like talked to the gang okay. when he was out at the Television Critics Association. Uh, thing you know he spends like a couple of weeks out yep. there in February, and uh, it was I just thought you know what I'm just going to DVR it. I haven't watched that show in so long. I totally got sucked right. I loved it. I DVR. I I. It's just funny because I we must have. It was a weird night for TV. Like nothing. And was I on. think because Neil yes, had the story I in the agree. paper yesterday, and and I'm excited to see Christian Siriano again. I mean, we loved him back in the day on Project Runway. It's fresh. It is yeah, fresh. I watched a little bit of it, but then I caught him on Watch What Happens Live, those two, and they were so cute, I thought. Yeah, and the other people, so Carly Kloss, uh, Neil Justin writes, um, stepping in as host is supermodel Carly Kloss, who starts off rather wooden in the first episode before getting into the swing of things. Yeah. Christian Siriano is very comfortable, as he should be, because if anyone, he he won the the fourth season he was in it he he was 21 that's fierce and he's been the most successful name to come out of project totally, runway as a designer totally, totally, totally. he's the kelly clarkson of project yes, runway is. you know and he was i think it was last 2018 he was on times 100 most influential because of who he's dressed i was shocked when we saw that i don't know if we have audio on it but i was shocked when we saw Oprah Winfrey, Michelle Obama, when we go low, they when we go when they go low, we go high. That, that dress, speech, yeah. the blue dress. Um everyone, Beyonce, um 
Cardi B, Lady Gaga. Yeah, just it, was, it blew me away how many people he's dressed. Yeah, completely. Leslie and, Jones. Yeah, he he and he told Neil Justin. He said, "Well, Tim was never a designer. He never worked in the business. He was a teacher. Mm-hmm. So when people have like a red car- carpet challenge or other things where they're really needing another input, I have it because I've that's what I've I do. That. Right, right. And that's what I do. So and then also they're embracing social media." And then it was a very poignant moment in the show last night when the one contestant, the gay guy from India, found out that his model was um, the first transgender model on Project One Way, oh, and cool. he was so verklempt. Mm-hmm. It was just really, yep. I thought it was really good. So Carly and Christian, of course, they're back in the Bravo clubhouse because the show is back on Bravo, and Andy, I think, was really excited because I think this was one of the shows he greenlit, as yes, well as The yes. Housewives. So um, anyway, so they do a little uh, addition on what we're going to see this season on Project Runway. Can you tell us anything about Cardi B's upcoming appearance this season of Project Runway? Oh. Oh, Listen, they're really good. They did it a lot. We had um, so much fun. No, <laughs> Cardi's amazing because she showed up to set and honestly, it's Cardi. She says exactly what she's thinking. Like she's like. I'm not into it. And yeah. and almost was like she, but then when she was, you could really yeah. feel it. And I think that that was really good for the designers because they felt like, oh, wow, she actually would wear this. And that's really, that's what they want to hear. Yeah. She, no, she was also super professional. Oh. I like was thinking of her as this, she is an icon and she's amazing, but she came in and she was like all business. Oh, no. She she, like, oh, that oh is, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. all business. Wow. So I don't know if they're designing, uh, doing either. a challenge for Cardi right. B or or what her special appearance is because they do have, you know, they already have uh, another judge. Her name is Elaine Welteroth. You know, she's had the curly hair. Yeah. Or, or you didn't watch it. I didn't. Anyway, I think she used to be a model. So she's from the industry. And then Nina Garcia is back, of course. Oh, she is. She is still there. And I do like her. I do too. I do like her. Let's play the next one where this isn't after... After show where Carly Kloss is asked about Taylor Swift. And if you remember in Taylor Swift's 30 life lessons I learned, she talked about friendships versus situationships and having to break up. Here's Carly Kloss uh, asking or being asked about that. Carly Scott from Texas wants to know your reaction to Taylor Swift's recent Elle essay where she reflected on the infamous squad. Um, and realizing that that was becoming the embodiment of her insecurities. Taylor's incredible. Yeah. And I feel really lucky to call her a friend, and she's one of the hardest working women, and I loved her essay. And she's also one of the best songwriters. Like, she, she can is. poop out a hit in she like can, she can 30 seconds. It out. Honestly, she's she really so can. Talented. Like, that's, that's crazy. They had a dramatic falling out, is what I read in between all of that. Because if you watch that, she had such a poker face. Like so she, they're no longer friends. I don't think so. No, I, I don't really, either. I really don't. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't think so, yeah. because if you remember um, when all of Carly's friends like were congratulating her last summer on her engagement... Taylor Swift was as silent as a cemetery. Who did Carly Klaus you know? marry again? Kushner. That's Jerry right. Kushner's brother. That's right. Everyone's brother, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So uh, let's That's that. right. Yeah. Okay, I didn't put that together last mm-hmm. night. But she I'm like, still called her friend in that clip. I know, but she yeah. also was... I get it. Mm. She was keeping... She knew we'd be watching her face very carefully. She was having a poker face. She practiced that model answer in the mirror. Okay, go ahead. As a bonafide supermodel, Carly must be a treasure trove of industry secrets. Like, what, if anything, makes Anna Wintour get the giggles? So here's what, Carly, I have a speed round of questions for you about your model citizen life. Um, What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you uh, on the runway? Many things. Um, I've literally fallen off the runway. Yes. I like Carrie Bradshaw. I Uh, like that. Have you ever refused to wear something on the runway because it was too revealing? Yes. Really? I started my career when I was 15 years old and there were many sheer things and I was like, I'm 15 years old, I'm not wearing that. Good for you. What designer throws the best parties? Ooh, can I tell you Brandon? No offense, Christian, but Brandon throws a good party. I know. Step it up, Christian. Too busy to come to my party. What's been your absolute runway favorite look of all time that you've worn? How do you you, ask me that question? This Christian Seriano look right now. This Christian Seriano look right now. Please stand up and show. I'm too tall for you. He's so tall. She is so tall. I couldn't be shorter. That's fine. Good thing we're sitting. Which show was your first big break? Oh, uh, Calvin Klein. In 2007. Wow, very good. Thank you very much, Carl. I know. She reminded Andy she was 11 when Project Runway first came on the air. She reminds me of, um, oh, an actress who's affected, who kind of talks like this. Who who is that? I the blonde know. actress who oh she just seems much older than she is. And she's got the older face. She look. does. She's yeah, got, yeah, she you know. Does. She seems much older. Very. And yeah. and also, you know, um I she didn't appear to have like a thing like, you know, how Heidi, what was her little goodbye in Project Run? Avita Shay. Avita Zen and uh she said to, Carly doesn't have anything suit and dot like that. She, in fact, seemed kind of like she was going to make They said cry. she was very wooden. You know, I I caught parts of it. I want to go back and catch the whole thing. I, I liked it. I'm, I, I'm yeah. back. I'm back in. And I do. I think the number one reason I tuned in was because Christian Siriano. Yeah. I I saw it. I think he's great. Yeah. I saw it and I was kind of just excited because it was on a channel that you browse through. You know what I spent my night doing, though? Can't imagine. Catching up on Will and Grace. Oh, oh. that show. <laughs> oh, they are hitting it out of the ballpark. Uh, are you guys caught up? Uh, yes. About yes. The wedding Very planning? good last night. Very so good. Funny. Oh, I watched four in a row. Yeah. I was just laughing out loud to my. That show is so funny. That is the best remake it that's is. come back yes. by far. It's so yeah. good. All right. I was so happy. I mean, Jack is hysterical. Very, very funny. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk movies with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon would be James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Disney has decided to rehire 
James Gunn as the director of Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which also leads to some people to speculate what's happening with Suicide Squad 2. James Gunn was reportedly hired to direct that movie, but it seems like he's going to be doing both jobs at the same time. And also trending online this afternoon would be The Sopranos prequel movie. It's going to be called Newark, released September 25th, 2020. And also trending online this afternoon would be Lily Singh, the comedian and YouTube star, is replacing Carson Daly in NBC's Late Late Night Show slot. That show will be called A Little Late with Lily Singh. It will debut in September. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk, and we want to remind you of some of the things happening around the station, like you can join Team Colleen at the 2019 Fraser Walk for Autism, presented by Central Roofing Company. It's Saturday, April 13th at the Mall of America. Sign up by today to guarantee yourself a Fraser Walk for Autism tote bag. Learn more and get registered at mytalk1071.com. Keywords, Fraser Walk. Now time for the weather with Mr. Donnie. Thank you. Uh, scattered flurries tonight, 16 for the low. Tomorrow should be mostly sunny, but then some clouds coming in later in the day. 34, your Saturday high. Sunday up to 36 with a slight slight chance of snow and then just plain old cloudy sky. So, not too bad all at all. 34 right now at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com That's hooray for Hollywood. Our fanfare, Chris Hewitt, is here dishing with us about things. Marty's what sick are you of sick about Andy, Andy going to Andy, his kid. Yeah, That's I'm with so you. I, Every I, single damn guest is bringing him some cute romper. I know it. Come Whatever. On, I mean the Real Housewives of uh, who just wrapped up New Jersey. They gave they, they gave, gave him a, a little Bentley, car, like a little a Bentley. Bentley. It was cute. And he's like, oh, you gay? And I'm just like, oh. Christian Siriano gave him Siriano onesies last night. Those were cute. They were kind of cute. I kind of wanted that t-shirt to tell I know, you the truth. I know. Okay, so. Although I cannot pull off horse. Chris, uh, we're here to tech movies. And yes. We are very. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Stay in the obvious. You can follow Chris at. Uh, <laughs> well, we're here to tech movies. What's your uh, handle again on Twitter? Twitter is Hewitt Strib. H-E-W-I-T-T-S-T-R-I-B. Thank you. Because you had to change it. I did. You did. Uh, I. Uh, when you went to the Star Tribune, you changed it a couple months later or something. No, right away. Right like away. my first day. Well, yes. It was a brainstorm to see what my new one should be. What's my new handle? Because the old one referred to movies, and I write more about theater than movies now. Yeah, so, so it's Chris Hewitt. Hewitt. It's no. Hewitt Strib. Okay, Hewitt Strib. Very easy. Okay, so Gloria yes. Bell, the Julianne Moore movie, please tell us what everything. It's about. What it's about. It is my favorite Julianne Moore performance since Boogie Nights. Whoa, that is saying a lot because she's been in a lot of good movies. She sure has. In fact, I it occurred to me that I might be saying that on here, so I went to her IMDb page just to make sure, mm-hmm. and it is. She's so good in this movie. It's, you know, a remake of a Chilean movie, which was just called Gloria. Okay. Uh, not that long ago, maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's the same director and writer who made the earlier movie, so obviously he knows the story. 
story. And I think what happened is Julianne Moore saw the earlier movie and said, I want to do a remake of this, but I'll only do it with the original director to whatever studio she went to. And it's about this woman. She is uh, divorced. Brad Garrett plays her ex-husband. And she has two adult children, and she's kind of a party animal. And she, is she like mid fifties? So playing that yep. age, she is okay. Julianne Moore age, mm-hmm. yep. She, in fact, I think they say her age in the movie. I think it okay. might be fifty three. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she goes to discos a lot. She's interested in meeting guys. <laughs> it's not clear if it's necessarily to settle down, but maybe to settle down. Yeah, or maybe just, just have to a flirt. little fun. Have some maybe fun. Maybe to just have fun. She's a really good dancer, so she does a lot of dancing. Always to songs of the seventies and eighties, songs I that the three it. of us would know. Right, <laughs> right. Um, I love the nightlife. You know that kind of thing. And she meets this guy who's played by John Turturro, who might be a suitable candidate might not be a suitable candidate let's face it she's julianne moore so how many people are going to be worthy of her yeah, exactly. she's pretty gorgeous and he's kind of he's unique looking yes he, wears he a is trust mm-hmm. in huh? this, he wears a truss in this movie too, what's a truss so, isn't that what it's called like a male girdle oh yeah yeah oh. yeah Oh gosh! Sorry, a like trust. Now we've term. learned a new word. A trust is always. I always thought that was on a building, but yes. <laughs> well, I'm wearing one right now. So right. A man no, girdle is a trust. a trust. Okay, I think that's the right it's word. It's just like yeah. a. a a yeah, Spanx for a men. Spanx like for he's, men. He's wearing some kind of a girdle, a, right. a, a slimmer. Right. Last we saw him was in The Night Of, right? Oh, he, No, not the... Was it The Night Of? The Night Of. Was that what it's called? Yeah. It was so good. He was, he was that goofy detective with the... the bad feet. Yeah. And this is probably not as rewarding a part for him because it's really about her. And we, mm-hmm. we... It doesn't have a lot of plot. We mostly just kind of follow her through probably a couple of weeks. But she's such an amazing... Uh, actor that you want to see everything she does there's a scene at the end where she's had some heartbreak and there's a wedding and there's a dance party on the dance floor and they beckon her in because they're playing the song gloria okay her song and she goes and you just see this range of emotions as julianne moore is dancing to this song going from not really feeling it to Oh, maybe I am feeling it to wait. The song is so great. I have to feel it. And by yeah. the end, she's like in this sort of orgiastic dance oh, party. Wonderful. All by, it's, it's a really terrific movie. Okay. It sounds Will like, it go into wide release after, it, it, you know, is that the uptown? Will it get into do I a little bit more? I think so. It seems like it's this her, would be a word so. of mouth movie that a lot. Of, I mean, when do we get to see a, a f- movie about a single woman in her 50s, you know, going out and having fun? When's the last time we saw that movie? Right. And and her mom is played by Helen Taylor. How perfect is that casting? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. In fact, the rest of the... uh, Rita Wilson is in it. She She plays her pal. Okay. Uh, Who else was in it? There are a couple of other... It sounds good. It does. I really like it. Okay, Now, I don't want it to sound like a laugh-out-loud comedy. It definitely has funny parts, but mm -hmm. it also has some kind of sadder parts, I should warn people. But it's it's really Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, or dramedy. dramedy. Yeah, I would say that's an accurate description. All right, how about Captain Marvel? I like it a lot too. You did like it a lot. That opened last weekend because people might want to go this weekend. My son wants to go actually. Yeah. Oh, with the crowds having died down a little bit? Yeah, just maybe the crowds won't be quite as uh, hectic. I think that's probably the case. And again, the reason I like it is because the lead actor is so fantastic. Brie Larson, to me, uh, Kyle, I'm like Mr. Superlative today, but I think it's probably the best performance anybody's given in a Marvel movie because you feel the humanity of her character, not just the, I can smash people right, in the just mouth with iron fi- right yeah uh she's sort of grappling with 
she doesn't part of part of the deal is she doesn't know a lot of her history. She's kind of they don't call it amnesia, but basically that's what she has. So she's okay. not sure if she's human. She's not sure if she's an alien. She's not sure whose side she's on. And you really get a sense from Brie Larson of this person trying to figure this all out while also saving the world. Yeah. And uh, having some sisterhood with a woman who it turns out was a former colleague of hers on Earth. And being inspired by Annette Benning, who plays kind of a mentor to her character. Oh, it um, sounds good. It's got a sense of humor. It's not too long. It's not two hours and 45 minutes long like most of, the, most yeah. of those Marvel movies yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like oh, it. it sounds good. You put it on the same level as like Wonder Woman, like that good, like that, you know? I think I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I would actually say very similar to Wonder Woman, except Wonder Woman to me was really great until like that last 20 minute sequence where it started to get too special effecty and oh, I didn't yeah, really yeah, care when, about that the plane and everything. Yeah. 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 It, it almost begins to feel like one and, animated monster yeah, fighting yeah, another yeah, animated yeah. monster. And uh, this doesn't, I don't think okay. fall down that um, pothole. All right. All right. Potholes are very much All in right. my mind. Right what now. what is this transit movie? It's from Germany. It's uh, made by this guy named Christian Petzold. Who's made a bunch of really good movies. And it is, it starts out, you think we're at the end of World War II because there are people trying to get out of occupied France. But then it turns out it's actually in the present day. And it's sort of an interesting what if the present is really not as different from those Past. World War II years as we thought they were? It's a little bit of a romance. It's a little bit of a mystery. I really liked it a lot. Really? Yep. Okay. Subtitled, Subtitled yep. Mm-hmm. Like at the Lagoon or where would uh, that be? I can't remember if it's the Lagoon or the Edina. Yeah. Good looking people two. are in it. Yes. Yes. Very good looking. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's mm-hmm. a it's a kind of a puzzler. Yeah. In a way that, to me, at least pays off in the end. And also, it's a great introduction to this guy's work. He also uh, favors strong female characters. He has a movie called Barbara and a movie called um, Phoenix. Think, Joy, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That are both really, really good and have strong female protagonists. Okay, so for people who have kids out there, is Lego Movie 2 good? It's pretty good. I would say, uh, like, I love the first one. Mm-hmm. So funny, so yep. fresh, so innovative. This one, I think, is a little bit leaning too hard on the action-adventure part of it and not quite enough on the humor and the... Like, that Chris Pratt character was so sweet in the first one. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he's sort of a somewhat generic action guy. But but the movie is still funny, and yeah, I would recommend yeah. it. Yeah, Especially for kids. for kids who like that first one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know that there's, like, the built-in audience. Maybe that's why they cut the corner or, you know, kind of skim a little bit. They're like... We'll get the audience because so many people love the first one. Yeah, they're already in. Well, and I think it probably follows the temp- template more of that Lego Batman and Robin movie okay. than it does the initial. And you know, Laura. Yeah, oh, sure. I know. I know. Laura's them. saying, okay, uh-huh. like we've never seen any of I'm them. Do- I'm doing this all though for the moms out there who No, do it's have really good. No, people love, love that Lego movie. Yeah. Oh, it was really, really good. And one thing that is really fun in this movie is they parody that everything is awesome song that was everywhere after the first Lego movie. They sort of acknowledge, yeah, everybody got here with that song so now we're that's now we're into it. something else yeah what is this movie isn't it romantic well, that is the rebel wilson uh, chris hemsworth uh, liam hemsworth i didn't know that opened here yet mm-hmm. mm, two weekends ago i think mm. 
It is a really fun idea. She's this woman who right? is over romantic comedies and like can't stand the romantic comedy cliches and spots them from a mile away. And she gets essentially conked on the head and wakes up in a romantic comedy and hates all of the stuff that she finds herself sort of getting sucked into. So it kind of is making fun of romantic comedies, but in a really affectionate way that acknowledges, you know, even though we know the dippy stuff about yeah. them, we still like them. Which is a great idea, but I have a feeling Rebel Wilson, I think of a little of her goes a long way. Uh-huh. I is, think she's a supporting it? character, not oh, a main character. Oh, and they character. had her be the main character I think this. that might be my thing. And okay. having nothing to do with body type yeah. or anything else, but I just think she's a very strong, sort of intense persona. And So what is this, a two and a half star? It's in that two and a half range. Yeah. 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 It's a very clever idea with somebody else. I think it might have worked better. I don't know. All right. All right. We're talking with uh, Chris Hewitt. We're talking about everything movies. And when we come back, uh, we've got Woody Harrelson weighing in on his new movie with Kevin Costner, The Highwaymen. Uh-huh. And then we also want to talk to you about a couple other Hollywood-related things. Oh, please. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place going on outside? Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune is joining us. And um, I know you said you didn't have a chance to see it, but Nancy Drew in The Hidden Staircase, who even, I didn't I even know that movie was coming out. Where did I? I didn't either until I was looking it up to tell you what's coming out this week. But that girl does not look like Nancy Drew to Let's me. Let's just see. She's got red hair and she looks younger. Nancy Drew was blonde. No, she was brunette. I thought she was brunette. She was brunette, Lauren. I thought she was blonde. And maybe when I read her, I always thought I was Nancy Drew. So because I was oh. blonde, I think I was just transposing. We all imprint ourselves on oh, Nancy Drew. Oh, she was brunette. Nancy. This one kind of looks like Pippi Longstocking with her pigtails cut off. She looks me. very young, but the, the 12 reviews that are in, they like it, 75%. But the hmm. other one, I guess I want to ask you about because I saw him on The View, Cole Sprouse, who plays you know, Jughead on Riverhead, and he was in The Sweet Life of... Whatever it was, Julia, your boys maybe watched it or not. Sweet Life of Zach. No, they were Zach and Cody or something. Yeah, something like that. I so think that's right. The brothers. He stars in this movie Five Feet Away. Mm. Apart. Yeah, yeah five, away. Yeah, five, five Feet Away. Do you know about this movie at all? Cause, I've seen the trailer, but yeah, I did not see it. Okay, so my what it is is about, because um, this is just funny. that Based on a book? It's based on a book, and it's about um, cystic fibrosis. And so if you have cystic fibrosis and you're with another person who has cystic fibrosis you have to they have this thing none of their none of their events are really done indoors all the tables if you're sitting at tables you have to be six feet apart from each other five feet away but that's what they're doing in this movie but it's it's really six six feet feet, okay (laughs) it's six feet apart and i never even heard of this before no um but my neighbor's um son has it so she was telling me about it and um because the spit can travel up to six feet. Uh-huh. And when you have cystic fibrosis, you know, you're always, it's the weakening of the, I, I, never mind, I'm not even going to tell you because mm-hmm. I'll have to make up something. <laughs> but it's pretty, the book is really good, I guess. And so hmm. the movie with Cole Sprouse, I think it'd be really good. Hmm. You know, so it's a, it's kind of a love story. Yeah. About these two people who have c- CF, they call it. And, you know, the lifespan used to be nothing, you know, way back in the day mm-hmm. that you couldn't live very long with cystic fibrosis. But, now it's changed and um but 
She said the book is amazing, so it kind of looked cool. Yeah. It, with your coral sprouts. A little yeah. bit of a teen love story And I never situation. heard of this. Mm-hmm. If two people have cystic fibrosis, they have to be six feet apart from each but other. But if you don't know someone with cystic fibrosis why, you know, or have read anything about it, you wouldn't probably ever know that. Because, I never, right. Yeah, I mean, had heard of it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really well, interesting. So those are two, uh, the Nancy Drew and Five Feet Away, that could be, you know, preteen or teen right. movies. And the audience. Wonder Park is like a cartoon movie. Right. For kids. Yeah, I wonder if these are timed to spring breaks. Probably. Yes. Young people's. Probably, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so um, are you relieved that Steel- Steven Spielberg and Netflix have settled their beef? I didn't even know they, they had. Met. Have they settled the beef? I know they met yesterday, but Lori, do we have a story that they've actually settled their beef? They have reached the truth. Uh, he was spotted having dinner with Netflix head Ted Saran- Sarandos, or whatever his name is, at... Uh, What's that private club we went to, the Sunset Tower? Oh, yeah. And it's called. Um, no, it was at the Uber exclusive San Vicente Bungalows. Oh. And it is being seen around town as a truce between hmm. two of the most powerful men in Hollywood. Well, what did they agree to? Well, we don't know anything about anything, but um, maybe he's getting Ted to agree to have the movies play in a theater. With yeah, for a month before they go to no flight because that was what he wanted. Remember that? Wait a minute, we don't know anything about anything, Chris. So you aren't supposed to ask us these questions. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to know the answers. Well, (laughs) here's the thing. I mean, I think we are going to move toward that because for Cornell, there's a Martin Scorsese movie coming out this fall. They're not going to not have that be in theaters. Exactly. I mean, it is kind of like Amazon has done that. Like they have a movie and they'll put it out in the theaters. Pretty successful. Why not make money on it before you start? Putting it on the platform that people share the password with, and you're not making the kind of money that you no, could be that making. Kumail Nanjani movie, which I the, the Big Sick, the Big Sick, that was yeah. an Amazon movie. It was, and but they, they just released bu- it yeah, in the theater. In the and it had a big run for a yeah. long time. Yeah, I know it. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. All it right. Makes so, sense, so that's how it's being seen in Hollywood that they were eating <laughs> together and there was no shouting. Well, I'm so glad those kids made up. <laughs> yeah, isn't it so good? Oh my gosh. Do you want to hear from Woody Harrelson? So are you interested in the story of the highwayman? Do you guys know about it? Yeah, I am what, interested in it. Is it based on a book? Uh, it's based on a true story. Oh, all right. I yeah. don't even know about it. It's Let's the highwaymen it. who get Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, I didn't know that. And Kevin right. Costner and Woody Harrelson are in the movie. I'm not sure when it comes out. It's on uh, your notes there. Uh-huh. March 29th, I think I wrote it down. Okay, all right. Let's hear a little from old uh, from Woody Harrelson, who's talking Harrelson about the movie. is in town for the premiere of his new Netflix film, The Highwaymen. He stars alongside Kevin Costner in the true story of two former Texas Rangers called back into service to track down and take out the infamous Bonnie and Clyde. It was really a sign of the times, you know, it was the Depression, and I think people looked at them as really Robin Hood types who were stealing from the rich, giving to the poor, which wasn't a fair account of who they were, but they somehow got just good PR, you know what I mean? (laughs) Were you aware of them before you were offered this part? No, not at all. When I heard Kevin was doing it, I was really psyched. And, uh, but no, I did not really know about uh, Manny Galt. I didn't know about uh, Frank Hamer. It's great entertainment, but it's kind of cool that we get to remedy some of these facts. So anyway, Kevin Costner plays this guy who was talked out of retirement, who was a very tough-talking Texas Ranger. Yeah. 
to go, hey, we need your help in getting these these two fugitives that are running amok. I'm into Kevin Costner as oh, a... Oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. And just his voice. might be a little bit of an Untouchables feel. I yes, like that it, idea. it looks like it, kind but of. But again, this movie will be out on Netflix, not a big picture release, so, you know, don't tell Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can't. I know, but I, I thought, you know, God, Woody Harrelson, think about his career, you know, Cheers, and then all these great movies he's been in, and, you know, True Detective, he's so great. I mean, he really is kind of a... A chameleon in he his is. in his uh, acting, and I kind of can remember when he was first getting cast in movies. Like maybe it was White Men Can't Jump was mm-hmm. his first yes. movie around that time. Being like, oh, this guy is never going to shake the Woody, clueless, idiot yeah. sort of persona. I don't even remember that he played Woody at this point anymore, except that you just mentioned it, mentioned yeah. it because he's so versatile. I know. Are you uh, going to... He s- makes interesting he really choices, is. too. Yeah, he a does. A proposal that he was in after that. Oh, yeah. and Are you uh, going to see the um, screener when, it com- when you get invited for us, the Jordan Peele movie? Yes, Tuesday night. Yep. Is it is Tuesday, Tuesday night? night? Are you well, as you excited go. about the buzz on this movie as they were at South by Southwest last week? I'm pretty excited. Uh, I mean, I'm a little bit, I'm always a little bit, I don't want to, you know, get the yeah, expectations exactly. too high because then it's exactly. impossible to meet them. Yeah. But, you know, it seems like he really knows what he's doing. And I he mean, he made one movie ideas. and he became instant trusted filmmaker. And then he's got, you know, the Twilight Zone, which looks amazing from the trailers I've seen. And, Everything that we read about South by Southwest, all that anyone was asking each other, were you at the movie? Did you see us? Did you see us? And the idea, I've been trying not to read too much about right? specifics about Same. it, but the idea is so interesting. Essentially, we've met the enemy and it's us. I mean, mm-hmm. duh. But I could see him doing something really interesting with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Do you Do you like, I mean, like, so do you like it when actors become directors or whatever? doesn't matter. Um, I guess I would say it doesn't matter. Okay. Because they've been around behind the camera enough that they get what's going on that they could be. Sometimes they do when you're like, eh, I don't know if you really paid your dues. I don't know okay. if you're necessarily ready for this. But like someone like him, who was a writer as well as an actor, pretty clearly, and I think also a director on the show, that the TV show that he had, I think he learned the craft. Absolutely. As opposed to, you know, being just handed it because he made a lot of money because he had a pretty face or whatever. Chris, we have to ask you, Donnie posted this. Nicole Kidman is back with her red hair. How do you feel about it? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, she's on the streets of New York filming a new show with uh, Hugh Grant. I'm Team Ginge. Okay, Team Ginge. Thanks, Chris. Oh, I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Take a look at uh, Nicole and her red curls. We'll be back, everybody. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. 
Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.